Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast, Six Weeks From Broke, with me, Jared Goundry. As always, I'm sitting around 22 weeks from being broke. On paper, realistically, I'm fucking broke. How does that work? I'll let you know on the episode. Hey team, Jared Goundry here. I'm six weeks away from being broke. If you think quitting all your jobs to make money solely from jokes and being creative is absolutely crazy, you'd be correct. Enjoy the episode. Alrighty, before we kick off uh, today's episode, I just want to ha- say a big thank you to all you that are listening because the podcast is back in the top 100 podcasts, comedy interview podcasts in Australia on Apple iTunes, which is fucking cool. I have no idea why anyone listens to this podcast. I think it's absolutely boring. I actually had some people come to my Newcastle show and they're like, they don't know about my comedy. They don't know about... Uh, my TikTok or my video content, they just go, hey, we listen to your podcast. And I'm like, don't do that. It's fucking boring. Unless you're an absolute small business like entertainment comedy nerd like myself and you want to know how to make some money, I think this is the biggest waste of your time ever. But people keep listening. Enough of them to put me in the top 100. I just want to say thank you. Just want to say thank you to you. I want to say thank you to anyone that you've given it to. Um, Yeah. So I don't know what you get out of it, but I get a lot of messages saying, thanks for the podcast. It's really interesting. And uh, yeah, I guess to all the people, if you get something out of this, um, have you heard about Patreon? $2 a month helps me out hugely. That's why I started the podcast to try and uh, insert into the money stream and make some more stuff while giving away some gems. If you can't afford $2 a month because you're an absolute fucking bum, then have you heard about leaving five stars on the podcast? leaving a little review, you know, that's what it's all about these days, okay? Anyway, enough of myself sort of hooked me up with uh, making a living, although that is kind of my shtick, but uh, yeah. So this week we have uh, made the most money that we ever have in my comedy career. This week, we did it. I was in six different locations performing nine shows. It was too much, it was full on, it was silly, I feel like exhausted. I can't sleep properly now. I've had two days off. I'm doing the little fingers in the air right now. Two days off. I've almost been like a complete vegetable. Buggered from the whole experience. So, but in good news, that was the busiest week of the tour for about six weeks until I kick off on the road, traveling up and doing gigs all the way to Cairns. Mm. I've actually got my foot off the tempo a little bit because I'm not doing gigs while the AFL Grand Final is on because I'm not an absolute moron, as I raised at the start of the podcast. So why am I broke? And the answer is cash flow. I'm starting to realize with this podcast that everyone just wants to like know how and what am I doing. So I'm going to talk about in this podcast my relationship with money and how I make money. And I guess essentially right now, how am I not making any money? So cash flow is getting me at the moment. I, full disclosure, I'm waiting on about $11,000 worth of invoices to get paid to me. So that's my money. But I'm broke because my expenses come out in advance. Okay. So my biggest expenses from top to bottom, I would say, is advertisement. Advertisement's the biggest one. I've got to pay that in advance. Um, I guess accommodation, I've got to pay in real time. Um, fuel, I've got to pay in real time. Food, I've got to pay in real time. And my opening acts are a big expense of mine too. So I try to pay them within 48 hours because um, treat others how you want to treat yourself, all that sort of gay stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm putting more money out than there's coming in. I'm actually in the negative at the moment. It's been difficult getting paid because uh, different venues 
want to pay you in different time. I'm still waiting on some from a month ago. So I created a little hack yesterday on my supposed day off. I was like, I need some money because I really need some money. So I created another Google account with a fake manager. <laughs> this is this is top secret shit. Don't go telling everybody about this. So essentially, I found out that if you are like the artist and the product, people just kind of like deal with you willy-nilly. So what I did is I created a third party. Her name is Claire Purgle. Now, you might think that's a weird name, Claire. I just think is a sort of managerial name. And Purgle is like a creature from Star Wars, which I really like. So by creating her, I think her email is just producer at Comedy Collective. So Comedy Collective is my sort of touring company that I run all of myself. I just uh, reached out to a couple of venues and just went, hi, um, this is Claire. Uh, Jared Gandry's tour manager. I'm just catching up on some admin for him. Uh, we got some outstanding invoices. I just want to know when we can get that paid. And if not today, can we get a little bit, bit of a timeline on that? And I got two invoices paid yesterday because for some reason, as soon as I'm or anyone's talking to a third party, like things just get a little bit more official. <laughs> so that's a cool little element. But I made that um I made that email to give off to my assistant when she starts. So she was supposed to start this week, but has been delayed finishing another job, which is all good because I can't actually afford to hire her this week anyway without these invoices coming in. So, yeah, the fake manager. I mean, this is all the jobs I'm going to give her when she starts because I have trouble chasing up money with people. I just don't have it in me. i got to get probably a bit more like a bit of what they used to call it in the army, a bit of cunt about me. But uh, by giving it away to my assistant, I can be like, hey, can you figure out when I'm getting paid on this? A little bit of black ops. So I guess the main question that everyone asks me is – how do I make money? How do I make money in comedy? This is probably the, I'll get around about that and say how I don't make money first because everyone keeps asking me lately. They're like, hey, are you making money off social media? The answer to that question is no, but kind of yeah, right? So I'm not making any money directly from any apps. So in Australia, it's a lot more difficult to make money off creating content. So in America, for example, if we use my main platform as in TikTok, that's where I'm getting in excess of the millions of views. <clears throat> Pardon me. If I was in America, they've got something over there called a creator fund. A creator fund is essentially a group of money that comes in from TikTok and gets distributed per sort of like 10,000 views. I can't remember what it is. But uh, if I was, I kind of did the figures on it the other day. If just based off my metrics, if I was monetize my social media that way I'd probably be earning around $600 a month more on top of what I already am which uh, would be a super helpful especially if you could then double your social media following your social media views and then double that again you're kind of looking at some money then kind of looking at money uh, so that's not available to me but am I making money off social media in a way because that's driving people to come to my show, grab the physical ticket, come into the thing. So not making any money off that. I need to figure out in the future. I got a lot of people asking me for brand deals at the moment and there is some money in that, but I'm not doing it because I'm just a little bit conflicted. So I got offered 500 bucks the other day to do essentially a post about a certain product. Now I won't say what it is because <clears throat> I think that's – counterintuitive I don't, I don't want to be like I didn't take the money and also I'm going to rag you out like I just I feel like I got to be careful I've created you know I just ticked over 40,000 followers 
I don't want to start drip feeding them ads. Ideally, I just want to like double, triple, keep going with that following over the next sort of three to four years. If I can get to 100,000 followers, then my life has changed. You know, I pulled 70 people in Wagga Wagga over the weekend. If I can double that to 140 and then boom, double that again, then I'm in theatres, right? So that should be my main focus. And it will be my main focus because then they're paying for the product and not just a product that I'm pushing out. So is $500 now worth damaging my brand down the line? I think the answer is no. Time will tell when I'm poor in 10 years still because here's the high watermark. (laughs) I guess to monetize my social media next for me though is merchandise. So on TikTok, for example, everybody wants merch. People are messaging me. They're like, do you have merch? They don't even ask what it is. They just ask if I've got it and they want it. So I need to put some time and effort, which I guess time is my biggest, besides money, which I don't have any of. Time is my least (laughs) rich commodity right now. So, but I need to sit down. Maybe that's something I can give the assistant when she comes on that. I need to figure out what merch I'm going to do. Because people are ravenous for it. And they don't give a fuck what it is. And I just need to find something with some good profit margins that I can shoot away. And then once again, if I can double that following and double it again, we're looking at a pretty decent revenue stream. Merch. I don't know what it is about merch, but people love it. People want stickers. Someone said, hey, do you have stickers? What the fuck are you going to do with a sticker of meat? Like put it on a toolbox? That's the weirdest thing ever. If I was driving my car and I saw a stick like a sticker of me on the back of someone's car. I just, I'd feel weird. But all of this stuff comes down to, I want to talk about my relationship with money a little bit because uh, artists tend to like not invest as much as they should. Artists tend to want everything to happen and then they make the money and then they use the money to live. Whereas if you had any other business, you'd just invest from the start. So best decision I ever made was, About two and a half years ago, I borrowed $6,000 to essentially get the video equipment to allow me to make video content, and it was the best decision I ever made. Realistically, in my career, I've gone from being a comedian to now I'm a comedian and a content creator, and that wasn't really possible without investing in it. I had this little vision. I thought, Jared, you've got the know-how to learn. I didn't know how to make video content, but I I I was willing to bomb at it, and I was willing to get better on the job. So I got $6,000. With that $6,000, I bought two video cameras, each worth $1,400 each. That's pretty much half of my uh, loan. And with the second half of the loan, I bought a $3,000 laptop. Now, a $3,000 laptop is a lot of laptop. So why did I do that? So I could then edit and produce and put out the content whilst on the road. I could be in a McDonald's, Smashing down triple cheeseburger, which is by far probably one of the best. Oh, I actually had a, a double fillet of fish the other day, which was like, I hadn't had a fillet of fish in ages. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is great. Making video content wherever. At the airport, you can edit. At McDonald's, you can edit. Okay. In your hotel room, you can edit. That was like my, I didn't have to then come back from a trip and spend a whole day in an office in a computer that I got a bloody plug in because I wanted, didn't want to spend the money. You know, greatest decision of my life essentially changed my entire career landscape. The next sort of challenge for me is what's the next investment in that space, right? So 
I guess I invested in this tour, which is looking like it's going well when motherfuckers start paying me properly. You know, I'm looking down the cusp of the 20K that I put in to the tour is nearly paid off, which is great. So we're looking at Profit Town. I need to figure out how I can, yeah, double that following quick. I just ticked over 40,000 followers on TikTok. How do I make that 50,000 by the end of the year? And then how do we go to 100,000 maybe by the end of next year? Wow, my life is so different if I can achieve that. I'm going to have some tough decisions going on in the future. I really want to shoot a special. I've been talking about this for a while on the podcast. It's super expensive. I've got the same feeling about the special as I did as investing the money into the recording equipment. Like I think I can, that'll change my life. But I don't know with my current touring ability and the way that my cash flow is coming in if I can really afford to drop 30 grand by December on that. I don't know if it's going to be possible without having a mental breakdown, without going absolutely broke and without having to sacrifice other things in my life. Like, for example, I'm going to West Australia in January. First of all, I've got to have Christmas holidays because there's just no work around and then my family's going away that's going to cost me a lot of money because I can't work. Obviously, when you're a small business, when you're not working, you don't earn any money and then you're spending stuff at the same time. It's kind of a double-double, right? So I think we haven't had much success trying to get investors for the special, which is all cool. So I guess without, I think without finding some investors, I think it's something that I might have to put on the back burner until I can just keep touring for a while and then I've got a more of an abundance of money. Or... You know, one of the biggest problems I've had is trying to find, get some finance from a bank, you know, bank. I wanted to uh, get some finance from the bank to be able to fund this tour. I was like, hey, if I put this money in, I can pay it back. Look, I've already demonstrated that to myself. So big middle finger to them. But I think by going, by continuing to touring and continue to making the money that I do, maybe by mid next year, potentially by the end of next year, I can actually go to the bank and be like, can you give me some fucking money now so I can invest in my business? I want 50 grand, man. I can transform this whole landscape. And then I'll just pay that off, man. Weekly, fortnightly, monthly, whatever it is. Over five years, fucking that's a great investment. That's how regular businesses work. So tough decision to make on the special front. I know it's going to be great. I know I can sell it. I'm also toying up with an idea for when that finally happens. So TikTok has just released a new feature called um, TikTok Series. Now, that allows you to upload up to 10 videos, I think. It might be even more, 15. Um, those videos can be about 15, meter, 15 minutes long, and it goes out exclusively on TikTok. So people, it goes behind a paywall, right? So the idea would be maybe for make the special break it up into 15-minute episodes, release it on TikTok. That's where what I'll be doing normally if I just released it onto YouTube or to a streaming service would be making the con the promo, putting it on TikTok, being like, go here, go here and watch it. But if I can put it straight onto the app behind like what, a $20 paywall? I mean, a 1,000 people would watch that easily. I think that's where all my followers are. Okay, so there's $20,000 right there. If I can fuck, if I can get 5,000 people to watch it, that's only one-eighth of my followers, not putting into account that those followers will probably grow over the next six to 12 months, hopefully by double. It could make 100 grand. Sooner or later, someone's going to put a comedy special direct to TikTok, so why not be me? 
Why not I do it? That's why I need to sort the cash flow out because I got these grand ideas. I reckon I can execute them. But uh, yeah, without sort of being able to borrow the money or get investors in it, I think I'm going to have to postpone it. Take that sort of like $30,000 pressure because right now I guess I'm stressing a lot and being like, oh, I want to do X. I want to do Y. I want to do Z and all that sort of stuff. But I've got this money hanging over me being like, I still need the money to invest in the next project. And uh, yeah. Just want to sort of push that away. I guess the last point I want to make before we wrap up this podcast is how else am I making money? Um, it's a little known fact, but I do coaching. So I guess uh, one thing I learned off some of my my mentors, my business mentors. So got my guy, my guy Rob, who is my um, he's actually a business coach. Uh, he's absolutely awesome. He teaches me a lot of things and just helps me make decisions. Um, another one's my bro. Super great, love picking his brain, but I do coaching on the side, right? So I don't advertise it. I don't try and get people to me, but essentially what happened is a while ago, everyone, especially up and coming comedians were like, hey, can I take you out for lunch? I want to pick your brain. I want to know how to make content. I want to know how to make money. I got really busy on that front. So then people, it all happened, it sort of changed maybe like six, eight months ago. Somebody said, can I take you out for lunch? I want to pick your brain about thing. And I said, hey, look, I'm too busy at the moment. I can't really do that stuff. And he said, well, I'll give you give you a hundred bucks an hour. And I went, damn it, I'll make, so, I'll make some time for that. Now when people off, like come to me, I'm just sort of charging them by the hour for my knowledge. It's been a little bit of a game changer on the side. So, so essentially comedy is B2C, business to consumer. Um, but I guess on the side now I'm creating B2B which is business to business. Yes, this is, I'll never go full in with it. I don't want to advertise and start, try to get people to me. Hopefully I just keep inspiring people in the weird way that I never thought that I would or that I should really. And oh, I get self-conscious about that actually. Now that I just said that out loud, Ugh. giving people business advice. Fuck dude, I'm broke. <laughs> uh, wouldn't go to a, uh, you wouldn't go to a fat, PT, would you? <laughs> That's the whole game. But I can feel it changing. I can feel the winds changing. It's good. And if I can just get paid from these motherfuckers, life will be a lot easier. And thanks again for listening. We're in the we're number 70 in Australia on the charts. That's cool. That's thanks to you. Do you enjoy art, artists, or comedy in general? Consider supporting this show at www.patreon forward slash Jared Gandry. Or just Google Jared Gandry Patreon, it'll come up, right? For just two bucks, you can get bonus episodes and content. And together, we can work towards helping me get seven weeks from broke. Send us a message on my Instagram at, at Jared Gandry. See you there. <laughs>